Thank you for joining us today. You are listening to the 7B Podcast, produced by the Bonner County Daily Bee and the Bonner's Ferry Herald. I'm your host and senior reporter for the Bonner's Ferry Herald, Victor Crow Martinez. In March of 2020, both the U.S. and Canadian borders were closed to outside non-essential travel. This affected both Canada and United States, particularly those that live near the border and many of those businesses that rely on tourism travel and visitor travel. Businesses like the Jacobsons in Port Hill who run a gas station, a mini market and a post office have been dramatically affected by the closure, receiving tons of packages and other items from Canadians that they're unable to ship out or to release to people that are unable to come to the U.S. side of the border. The border closure was prompted by concerns over unvaccinated Americans. However, on the southern border, there is currently travel from both sides coming in and out of Mexico through United States and United States to Mexico. Very different situation in comparison to Canada and United States. Canada, feeling the pressure mounted on by businesses and leaders, have decided to set a date to open the border for non-essential travel. Despite Canada suggesting to open the border August 9th, United States has decided to continue restrictions up until August 21st to non-essential travelers. The change of heart amongst the United States is because of the rapid spread of Delta variant of the COVID-19 variety. With these border closures, it's affected many businesses and those particularly along the border, such as in Boundary County. One example is Jacobson's in Port Hill who have businesses that rely heavily on tourism and business from their other counterparts in Canada. Early in the year we spoke to the Jacobson family and asked them a couple questions about their business. Fortunately the community in Boundary County has come together to help support these businesses and to keep them going. They've done many fundraisers and many events to keep the business afloat but as we discuss with the Jacobson family they have little hope that the border will open anytime soon Here is our interview with the Jacobson family, and this is what they had to say about the border closure, their business, and the impact it's had on them. We moved up here for the ideal, idyllic idyllic lifestyle that our children can walk up to the store on a Saturday afternoon and buy a soda, and we need this store for them to be able to do that. Plus, we're farmers and we need lots of gas. (laughs) Yes, we actually donated two whole hogs for this. One hog my husband has spent all night smoking, and the other hog we are donating and paying cut and wrap for the silent auction. They came to us and said, we know you're hurting. We, we know the border closure has just really devastated your business, and we want to do something to help. And, uh, and they said, hey, we need you here. We want you here. Um, they've become really good friends, you know, our family and their family. And uh, that's one of the blessings, I think, of the border being closed is we've been able to meet people that maybe we wouldn't have met and engaged with to the degree that we have now, so there is a silver lining to it. Um, it's a wonderful community up there in Port Hill. We love the people. Uh, we've we've met a lot of folks. Some folks we haven't met yet. We'd love to meet them, um, but there's a lot that we have, and and uh, it's been a blessing for that. The the, the Hanners have just said we need four things from you, Lars. All we want are four things from you, you and Wendy. It's all we want is four things. 
we we want to use your restaurant, the location to have it. Great. Uh, we need your smoker to smoke the meat. <laughs> Absolutely. We need your uh, your kids to help with serving and, and things. Uh, and we want you and Wendy to just visit with all the people that come and and you know spend time talking and sharing and getting to know the community better and we're going to handle everything else it's been pretty amazing and so how do you feel about the, the response um not only just in port hill but in like boundary county and i know there's people that that hear about the event from like outside of our county that come up yeah it was amazing uh we saw a lot of people from all over the county and we're grateful for that we need that you know there's the Port Hills, a small area of the of the county, um, and to, so to have people come from Bonners Ferry, Moye Springs, Naples, and the surrounding, you know, areas, um, and even beyond our county was just amazing. It was great to meet folks and and get to know them and share, you know, some time with them, break bread with them. Um, it's been an extremely um, touching. Uh, We're going through a tough time. We're being closed. We're, we're, uh, you know, we're we're in a we're in a deficit situation, five figures every month, and so um, to see support like that, even from beyond our county, is amazing. Um, we we may try to um, open up the restaurant for, you know, maybe a Friday Saturday night type of, uh, um, you know, regular basis. Um, maybe doing that two or three times a month. We have to see. It depends on how much um, attendance and things we get at, at these events. We want to make them worthwhile. We, we can't go backwards anymore than we're going backwards. Um, that's why the fundraisers, the handers, have done have been pretty incredible because they've gone out and, and got donations and done all these things um, so that basically we're, we're just showing up and 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 greeting the people and and the proceeds are, are going directly to help pay for you know the mortgage and electricity and the essentials that we need to have uh, to stay afloat. June will be next month will be two years since we purchased the place. And you know, so the annual things that come up like that, like, you know, there's an insurance policy that's coming due that's twenty thousand dollars. I don't even know how that's gonna I, I I don't even know how we're going to do that. I just don't know yet. You know, it's a month away. Uh, June 18th is our anniversary date for purchasing. Um, we got taxes due in June. Not quite sure how we're going to do that either. Of course, we've got the mortgage and, you know, utilities. We're at the point now that it's, um, I, well, I don't know how it could get worse and then he just keeps getting worse and we keep trying to yeah. survive it. The border being closed, they had set a date, right? And then that day comes up, literally like it was April 20th was the date, and then they pushed it another month. Every month they've done this now for over a year and they only go a month. So in April of 2020, I'm sorry, in March of 2020, they said uh, we're going to close it for a month from March 21st to April 21st. 
And then in April, they said, we're going to move it to May 21st. And then it was June 21st and all that, July 20th. And, you know, and they just go one month every time. And so, you know, here we are. We're, gonna, we're coming up on May 21st. They haven't made the announcement yet that I've heard. But today, tomorrow, the next day, you know, maybe by the time this is published, they're just going to say, we moved it to June 21st. Yeah. You know, and they just keep doing that. So there's really no hope. I read articles in Canada because I... You know, everybody's, I think, realizes that, you know, the Canadian government's the one that's going to really decide when this thing opens. You know, they may get pressure from the U.S. government at some point, you know, to, but yeah. they're the ones that are going to really say when it opens. So I read articles up there almost every day about what's happening, what they're saying, what their officials are saying. There's very little hope that this border will open anytime soon. Yeah. Um, so does that, like... Uh so you're at the point where you just don't even like really dig deeper into it. You're just kind of like, okay, this is the date. I'm not probably going to go extended. You're just like, kind of. Well, they keep it. moving it one month at a time, yeah. and they've done it now. You know, in a day or two from now, if they're going to do it, that'll be 15 months. So, what would it mean for the border to open up for you guys and your family and your business? Well, it would be an immediate and injection of customers you know we get calls almost every day from um, folks in Canada Creston that ask us you know do we know when the border is going to open and I always chuckle inside and go I wish I had that answer um, they're anxious to get down here uh, we ran the numbers the other week or two ago uh, one of the biggest things that they love to come down for is gas gasoline and <clears throat> The price they're paying per liter up there versus our gallon down here versus the U.S. dollar and the Canadian dollar exchange. After totaling all that and doing all those figures, they're saving a dollar sixty-five. This was a couple of weeks ago. They're saving a, saving a dollar sixty-five a gallon, a gallon. Wow. They're anxious to come down. They're they're desperate to come down. And all the packages that they would send. I mean, we'd have over two hundred packages on average a day. You know, open six days a week. We're getting 11, 12, 1300 packages a week. Yeah. You know, that's and it, and, it, and at the holiday season, yeah, we've had over four hundred delivered in a day. Five hundred, I think, is is the record. Um, but you know, we missed all of that last year too, and, and so today. You know, it's it's a service for the folks there in Canada, and it's. It's a business. This is not a. It's not a crazy, booming, wow, get rich business that we have. It sustains what we need as a family, um, but with the border closed, no. Well, certainly the Hanners. I mean, they they've just been a, a huge blessing to us. Um, Russ Hedges and and his wife. You know, they they put the event on the, those two families last time. We want to thank them. We're so grateful for for the Hedges and the, and the Hanners and coming to us and saying, hey, we, we want to do this for you. Um, it just touched our hearts. I mean, it brought tears to our eyes. So one of the things uh, when I spoke to Landon was he had said that it was like all the work that every, you know him and his siblings do um, is just part of being a family and looking out for each other. Um, how does that play into your business or how do you feel that it plays into your business with your family being fully involved when you see, you know, your children behind the counter serving, 
um, cleaning up messes um, in the back, like seeing your whole family working together to to achieve this goal to keep your business afloat. Yeah, that's incredible because um, as a as a business like this, we we purchased it with the idea that it is a family business, and my children have stepped right up and you know jumped in and have been incredible at helping. And none of us are getting paid. We haven't. Our family hasn't taken a dime out of the business since the border closed. I mean, when you think about that, we're talking April of twenty or March of twenty twenty. Um, there's been no revenue um, for us to, you know, there's not enough revenue for us to take any funds. Mm -hmm. The business is barely holding on through donations, government, you know, loans that we're trying to get another one to help keep us afloat, but um, we haven't got word back on that yet. It's getting to the point that uh, I'm not sure what's going to happen. But having our our whole family pulled together, um, and no, no one's getting paid. I mean, we're we're all we're all in this together. It's great to see. It's a problem.